good people who have traveled from villages near and far. Lend me your ears. Hello? Hello? Anybody home? What's up, Miss Tasty? What's up, what's up? Hi there, nice to see you. Bumblebee Tuna? Bumblebee Tuna! Hello, S-Man Tooth. Hello, Evening News Team. You are now listening to another edition of the Nothing But Real Reviews and More podcast. Welcome to the Goody Room. Their ability to open is f***ing heroic. And now, with your permission, I'm going to do my stuff. What are you going to do? I'm going to do the best I can. All right, welcome in, everybody. This is another edition of the Movie Review Crew. I'm your host, Mike Lucas, and joining me is Aaron Cronikin. Hello. And Steve Rushlaw. How are you doing? Guys, I hate to say it, but today is going to be a great show, right? Oh, exactly. Every yeah. time, right? Right. Exactly. That's disappointing. We hate right. to say it. I hate to say it. And <laughs> on today's show, we're going to be doing the world's first live, not live, uh, hummus review. Right, guys? Oh, lordy. Did you get some dark chocolate hummus? Ew. Ah. <laughs> it's, it's not necessarily hummus. It's just... Like, well, I'm sure it's ground chickpeas, which would make it hummus, right? Uh, I don't know, but Hy-Vee has dark chocolate hummus, and it is by far the like most delicious thing ever. Really? Stop. You enjoy it? He, well, you take some some Nilla wafers. Mm, okay, okay. okay. It, it doesn't taste like hummus. It tastes like, like so chocolate s- cream. Steve said it here, live on air, not live, <laughs> <laughs> that he likes bean spread. On oh, his yeah. Nilla wafers. On his oh, cookies. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Nothing yeah. beats cookies and beans. Cookies and Ooh. beans. Yeah, it's my favorite. Uh-huh. Let's me be regular. Be regular degular for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, guys, that's not what we're doing on today's show. I don't, I don't think I had to say that any anymore, but we review movies here, and we have The Mummy on today's show. Mummy, how are you doing today? <laughs> Uh, let's can we let's Sorry. clarify that oh my we are God. doing yes. the Brendan Fraser mummy uh, and not the uh, attempted Kickstarter of of the new franchise for all the monsters. Right, right. Nineteen ninety nine. Um. Yes, ninety nine, and not the what was it? Twenty eighteen. Yes. Tom Cruise one. Agree. I think it was twenty eighteen. Who knows? Who that cares? movie was just bad. Was it that bad? I never saw it. And you oh, guys got, know how much me. I love Tom Cruise, but I, right. I will probably never watch that movie again. 2017. Interesting. I tell me about it though, Aaron, because I, I didn't see it. Was like was it the same concept as this as this mummy from ninety-nine? Uh well, like the same overarching story. Yes, they release a mummy in modern day. <sighs> I guess this wasn't even nineteen ninety-nine wasn't modern day, but anyway, yeah. Tom Cruise as a just an annoying, awful character unleashes the mummy on the world, and then they have to stop her. Interesting. That's Cara Delevingne, right? Uh, no. Sophia no. Botella. Yes. As oh. the mummy. Oh, so uh, Cara Delevingne was the one from uh, the Valerian, whatever that was. No, Terrible. Yeah. I mean, yes, but no. Uh, I thought she was the Suicide Squad one, right? I, I don't know. know. I haven't seen that dumb movie. Yeah, I Wait. haven't seen that one. Sorry. Is there a second Suicide Squad movie? Yeah, it's coming That's out this good. year. It's, it's a whole thing. DC won't stop making movies, even though they just need to take a step back and take a breath and hold restart. on. Is it is it na- is its name the Suicide Squad? 
Yeah, it's like a reboot. They. Yeah, it's DC. They have no clue what they're doing. What was the first one called? Suicide. Suicide Squad. And this one's called The Suicide <laughs> Jesus. It's, it's literally a reboot. And it looks awful. Five years later. You probably can't see him in the stills you're, you're looking at, but uh, John Cena's in it. Is he, is, he, he, is he really? He is. Yes, he is. Love it. Uh, I, apparently, who is the main bad guy in the, uh, I'm sorry, Suicide Squad from... Uh, the witch lady. I don't know her name. Enchantress? That's her name. Enchantress. Yeah, I, I thought that was Cara Delevingne. But we already yes, told you it was. seen it. <laughs> it was. It's Cara Delevingne. So that's what I was thinking of because it was the Enchantress. Oh, she's a very bad actress. Bingo. She's a model. Okay. Turned it's actress. True. That's about uh, all you need to make it in Hollywood these days. Good Lord. Hire some good actors, Hollywood. There are plenty of good actors and you know name it. Name 40. Margot Robbie. Uh, nope. Don't. That's she's the good. first one she's out good. the gate. She's Fail. good. She's good. She nope. well, I'm she's just looking serviceable. at She's good. She's serviceable. good. She's Elba. a pretty face. That I'll give you that one. Taika Waititi. Really good. Taika Waititi. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going down the list of the Suicide Squad. Suicide <laughs> Good oh, Lord. Suicide just jumped squad. Off the rails. What? Did you expect anything different? <laughs> Oh, Leo. Name 40. He came just charging out the gate with Margot Robbie. It was literally the first name on the list. Idris Elba, I'll give you, but he can't be in good movies, apparently. And then you went with, I know he's an actor and he's in some movies. But come on, he's a writer-director. He's really good. Am I wrong? He's he's good as an actor, but like people are going to know Taika Waititi from his directing prowess not as acting good lord sorry um i'm looking at these pictures of this the suicide squad movie this movie looks freaking bonkers john cena john cena looks wonky as hell and i love it and they have a okay and i've only seen the first trailer so it might not be a finished product but the cgi for the shark guy is Awful. Well, DC it, never. It was bad in the first one too. Yeah, there was a shark guy in the first one. No, the CGI uh, was bad. Oh, just the CGI. Or was there a shark guy? I think there was a shark guy in the first one. I don't remember. God, I honestly, if this movie looks as wonky as or is as wonky as it looks right now, I'm down. Cause yeah, but the trailer, it was wonky, bonkers. But... Oh no, it was. Sorry, it was Killer Croc that looked. Super oh, wonky. that's right. That's right. Anyway, watch the trailer. It it some people will be I don't know. It's kind of like a desperate attempt to recreate the humor in Deadpool. But Deadpool and or uh, any Marvel movie. Yeah, I was gonna say what what was the one uh, Guardians? Yeah, yeah. It's it's exactly that. It's exactly uh, mm-hmm. that. Really and it's like think- a, a really obvious, just trying their hardest to make people like it. Interesting. Do we want to continue talking about bad movies? I mean, yeah, I'm down. Okay, so is this something you've watched? No, I follow a guy on a TikTok. Ooh, um, a TikToker. And he uh, he watches movies, gives reviews, whatever. Uh, I guess he got a pre-screening of the new Fast and Furious movie. Oh Oh, boy! Oh, and he said it is terrible. He's like, 
the the acting's terrible, the plot's terrible. It's like he's like the physics do not exist in this movie. And I just wanted to be like, did the physics ever exist in those movies? No, I mean, no, they did not. And so I, bad I news even, for Shane, uh, the new Fast and the Furious isn't going to be good. I mean, it'll, it'll, uh, remember the, like the world's longest runway where the mm-hmm. runway scene was like 45 <laughs> minutes of that movie. The bar for those movies is so low. The fans, and there are a lot of them. They just don't care. Uh, you know, it I'll doesn't have it, to be a but... good movie. It just has to be. I I don't know what the hell they expect because I've only seen one of them, and it was one of the most annoying, dumb movies I've ever watched. And people love it. I honestly don't hate them. They're stupid. I yeah, just but they're stupid have... to the point of of like I get upset. Like this is really well, stupid. Well, this car is pulling this thousands of pounds vault down the street doesn't take much to get you upset yeah obviously dude it's called allegory oh oh yeah you see yeah that's an allegory for uh that is the apple and the bad guys are eve and adam is the crew you know trying to keep the apple away from eve i guess you're kind of getting to a point with this this series where people are just like I don't care what it is. I'll still go see it. Um, Because what is what is this eight? Is this eight or nine? It doesn't doesn't matter. I think it's nine. I mean, that's got to be the most movies in a series ever, and they're talking history of ever. Yep. Yeah, and they're talking about putting at least two or three more out. Right? Yeah. Aren't they going? Is is this this one that goes into space or the next one? I think it's the next one. Lord, it wouldn't surprise me if they went into space in this one. Who knows? But like, I honestly. Obviously, they're out. making enough money. Yeah, uh, I kind of want to watch them start to finish, like one through twenty or whatever there are, just There's... to see like where's the tipping point where they just kind of like, yeah, this is what we're doing. It's like five. Do you think it was it's uh, like four or five? At I, yeah, some I think point, somebody five, involved. They had to have been like, you know what? Let's just see what we can get away with, and it just kept getting crazier and crazier and stupider. I mean, it could be just see what they could get away with and see how much stupid stuff they could do. And all the fans are like, yeah, we love this. Let's keep it up. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, that runway scene. Just imagine <laughs> you're the editor. You're, like, you're sitting there. What the hell am I supposed to do with this? It's going to be a 30 minute scene for a runway right. that's five minutes long. I, okay. I don't know uh, what, this, what else to say. Huh? Do we want to talk about. Uh, movies we've seen lately. Or yeah. What we've seen? yeah, yeah, yeah. What have What have you seen lately? Kick it off. Um. So yeah, it's been awful busy lately. Um. I haven't really watched any new movies. Um. Mm-hmm. But uh, Carrie picked uh, last Sunday. She or my my wife, sorry, uh, picked Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Oh nice. yeah. Like I walked in and I was like, "What'd you pick?" And she's like, "Guess." And I was like, "I have no clue." And it came on and I was like. Yep, I made a good choice marrying you. <laughs> like, yeah, everything awesome. about that movie is hilarious. Had she never seen it? She's seen it. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, but that movie is hilarious. Just, he's like, got kids just throwing themselves into the mm-hmm. wood chamber. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Tudyk, and I can't so think of the other guy's name, are hilarious in that. Oh, so good. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's what I've seen lately. That what it? You guys? Yeah. Nice. Uh, Aaron, what about you? Uh, no movies. 
well, aside from the kids' cartoon movies I watched with Leland, but I've been catching up on, we're binge watching Red Dwarf again, and it is one of my favorite series of all time. So good. Uh, tell us about that. It's a um, British series. <laughs> that, I don't know. I don't know how many fans it has, but the fans that that are into it love it and i don't know how many there are in america because they tried to do this uh, american reboot that failed miserably is that from the 90s or the 80s uh well it's kind of weird it started in 88 so season one through six was 88 89 90 whatever through 93 then there was a four-year break and they came back in 97 brought back the entire original cast which is great to make another season then they made another in 99 mm. uh then they took a 10-year break and then they yes. came back in 2009 all original cast then 2012 2016 after another break so it's like they just keep returning and it, uh, it's just it, it's just a, a group of uh, three in the first few seasons three guys and they, uh then they add some characters later but uh, just basically a drift in space and all the shenanigans they get into. It's so many, good. How many episodes or seasons did you say? Oh, I think they're, I think they listed as 13, but one is kind of a feature length film that just came out April last year. So but, pretty much 33 years they've had that many seasons. That's nuts. Well, and mm-hmm. it's good because they're only six to eight ish episodes per season and they're only 20 to 30 minutes long. So, awesome. I mean, we can fly that goes through by quick. it. Yep. You can know, always finish that in a couple weeks. Yep. Anyways, uh, what have you seen, Mike? Mikhail. Uh, that's about it for me. The only, literally, the only thing that I've watched um, is uh, the feature length uh, Webster's Dictionary movie. Ooh. Which, you know, not as rousing as I thought it would be, but, you know, still good. Well, yeah, you have to. Did you watch the director's cut though? No, and I think that's part of my problem. Interesting. No, I've been watching Mad Men. We're on the final season, and it's going good. Um, I don't know. I, I, the more I think about it, I don't think any of any of you guys would like it. Yeah, we've told you that. I mean, that kind of it kind of seems like one of them shows that it starts off really good and then, uh. And then you realize you're watching John Hamm for 20 seasons. I hate you. It's seven. <laughs> Whatever. Mike. Uh, John Hamm's a, good. Anyway. I have huh? a suggestion for your next uh, TV show. I'm all for it. because That you guys watch. Yeah. Um, I'm saying Ozarks. See, I've recommended that, but I don't. A, I don't think Laura wants to watch something like that. And B... Uh, she's kind of burnt out on long hour series, so I think she wants to watch gotcha. something shorter. Well, if you start something by yourself, uh, I suggest Ozarks um, because I, f- I finished it like last year sometime, maybe like six months ago. Uh, and the season finale of season three left my jaw dropped. Really? Is that all like, it is? Is three seasons? Or are they doing they're, more? They're working on my, what I think is like the fourth and fifth season right now. I think there's they're doing like eight more episodes that are going to be like an hour and a half long each. Jeez, that's that's like eight movies. Yeah, they're they're working on like it's not supposed to be released till next year sometime. 
Uh, Interesting. So it's going to be four total seasons, I believe. Um, but I don't know if I've ever had a show make my jaw drop like that did. Like like the Ozarks did. Yeah. Interesting. Like it's 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 nuts. I will. Uh, it's on my list. Like I want to rewatch that and Breaking Bad, and 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 just a lot of things really. But uh, I just don't have the time. It's it's a time commitment a little bit, you know? Yeah. I mean, you got hour episodes. I mean, like we said before, I mean, you find a half hour TV show. I mean, you can just knock knock that out so fast. But like two episodes, three episodes at a time. Yeah. And not even like blink an eye at it. Yeah. Another thing that I want to watch is Chernobyl on HBO Max. Oh, I friggin' love that. Uh, I yeah. started watching that, and the first episode's like two hours long. Oh my god, is it really? I'm pretty sure. That's a that's one, though, that... I mean, so many good actors in that, and just the fact that... I mean, they took a few liberties with characters, and they merged a few people just to limit the number of characters, but right. the fact that it happened, I mean, it's just nuts. I love that. The it's based on, stuff. like, real life. Uh yeah, Chernobyl. no, I mean I like, it. Is it a... <laughs> Jesus, it's, it's... yes, real characters, real events, real, real timeline. They okay, but obviously like a... took some liberties, dramatized. But... Yeah, yeah, dramatized I have, it. I have heard really good things about that from everybody who's watched it. Um, and I'm pretty sure on Rotten Tomatoes, it's got really good reviews. So, Does it? yeah, like I don't know if I've heard a bad thing about that show. Yeah, that's uh, that's one I would recommend to anybody. It's only and even if the I don't remember the first one being that long, but uh, even if it is, it's only eight episodes. Yeah. Or or not even. That was a shorter one, wasn't it? Uh, I I know it's five like episodes. Mini, I'm looking on IMDb here. Five episodes. That's all it is. But yeah, I would recommend that to everybody. Okay. Any uh, any short shows that you guys are recommending to people? Uh, it's this one I uh, not many people have heard of. It's called Red Dwarf. I hate you. I knew it. <laughs> um, it's not even funny though. That's the problem. It is funny. Honestly, um, um, yeah, go for it. We've been. I got that uh, Paramount uh, app so we could watch Survivor because that's one of my wife's favorites. Um, and she found a show called Ink Master. It's pretty much a reality show. Oh, yeah. I've, I've watched like Ink Master a little bit. 16, 17 tattoo artist. Um, that's called a tattoo. Thank you. Yes. Tattoo. L- living in a house and seeing who could give the uh, the best tattoo. Uh, there's definitely that drama. Oh, yeah. they uh, In there. Uh, so sometimes I'll... My wife will be watching. I'll be like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "Oh, I'm just fast forwarding to the tattoos." <laughs> yeah, God, I was good. I was, yeah, I, I thought you were saying drama as a good thing. Like that's what drives me nuts about those shows. Like who, who cares? Honestly, yeah. Like uh, I think in season four, one of the guys was smoking weed in the house, and they kicked him out. They were like, "You broke the rules." And I'm kind of I'm sitting here like not to throw all, all tattoo artists in the same boat, but I'm like. Isn't that kind of what you guys do? Is smoke weed? <laughs> <laughs> well, not even smoke weed, but like rule break rules. Like that isn't that like 
one of the stereotypes. But then they kind of like the rules of the contest are you yeah. can't do that in the house, which makes sense. But like, yeah, for sure. Other than that, I haven't really watched. I mean, like I've been super busy. I've kind of been playing a lot of video games. Uh, that Mass Effect Legendary Edition came out, so you know, nice. Naturally, I had to do that. Right. I mean, what else? What else was there to do? But um, are, are we? Are you guys ready in wanting to move? Yeah, sure. let's do it. Let's talk about the brilliance of Brendan Fraser. <laughs> it sounds good. All right, guys. We are now going to get into the Mummy from 1999, the Brendan Fraser film. But I, I want to say two things. First, uh, Shane Cronikin is now joining joining our show. Uh, he was absent for the first half of the show. So if you're hearing the voice, that is him. Shane, say hello. How's it going? Um, but guys, what I really wanted to dive into is something I didn't realize. They were making these Brendan Fraser mummy movies all the way up until 2008. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's because they were bad. Well, <laughs> they were. Hey, wasn't... Uh, who was... Jet Li. Jet Li. Jet Li, Jet Li yep. was in the last one. Yes. Yep. Yes, he was. Which, God, and then Brendan Fraser just fell off the face of the planet. Yeah. Which, fine, whatever. Uh, he kind of got blacklisted by uh, Hollywood for some reason. I don't remember, but I remember hearing that he got blacklisted. Well, I think because of lack of talent. Well, I also think <laughs> he was going through some like sexual yeah, assault stuff, right? Something yeah, like that. Something happened. Like to I him. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, um, oh, good lord, Mummy Tomb of the the Dragon Emperor is so bad. But here, here's a <laughs> you question can stop right there. <laughs> yeah, here's a question though: the reboot with Tom Cruise uh, in 2017 mm-hmm. is also so bad. Yeah, which one do you think had a lower Rotten Tomatoes score? I'm gonna go with the the reboot. I'm yeah, gonna go me with too. Tom Cruise. It's yeah, so bad. Probably. Okay. Um, and I only say that because at least the 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 uh, Dragon Emperor was, I guess, it still had some of the fun spirit of the of the franchise, where the Mummy was just a boring, dull, dreadful watch. Fair enough. Um, which okay, do you think it's below twenty percent? Oh yeah. I, I think it might be under yeah. ten. I, well, I bet it's but I bet it's around fifteen ish would be my guess. Okay. Well, you were very close, but I hate to say it, the Mummy Tomb of the Dragon Emperor is at twelve percent. Ooh. And the yeah, and the Mummy from twenty seventeen is at sixteen. Oh, so it's great comparatively. Yes, I mean that is a fourth better. Is that how that would work? Yes, 25% better than... Four times is better. <laughs> yeah, we'll just go with that math. Hey, before we get too far away from it, I just want to... Just just so none of us are, you know, making stuff up. It's not and, even 25%. We've established Sorry. that the math doesn't matter. Yeah, it's, it's, it's 33. It's 33. hard math. We just assign <laughs> points however we want. It doesn't right, matter. Right, right. Uh, okay, so, so, and this, I just want to clear it up so about Brendan Fraser and Fraser and how he kind of, you know, fell off. 
in 2018, he alleged that he was sexually assaulted by uh, Philip Burke, the president of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. Um, and that assault, his divorce, and the death of his mother launched him into a depression. So uh, he believes that his mental health issues and also the backlash of speaking out against Burke caused his career to decline. So that's that's kind of what happened. Yep. That's uh, that's actually what I remember. You're right. I just want to make sure that you know we yeah. weren't getting anything, saying anything wrong. Or appreciate it, my guy. Appreciate it. Okay, the Mummy from 1999. This one, the villain is Arnold Vosloo with Imhotep. The Mummy Returns was Dwayne Johnson, right? Yeah, the Scorpion King. Okay. Oof. Yeah, that was a good one. Oh, that is, good. is that the one that has the scene where he busts through? It's like universally recognized as some of the worst CGI. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. So the mummy from 1999, PG 13, two hours and four minutes long at an archeological dig in the ancient city of Hamanoptera, an American serving in the French foreign legion accidentally awakens a mummy who begins to wreak havoc as he searches for the reincarnation of his long lost love directed by Stephen Summers uh, and adapted to the screen by Stephen Summers and Lloyd Fonviel and Kevin Jar. I'm going to say starring Brendan Fraser, Rachel Weiss, John Hanna, Arnold Vosloo, Kevin J. O'Connor, um, Eric Avari, um, I'm. Am I missing big hey, names? You, you um, nailed them all. The Odette big ones. Fair. Yeah, yeah so I was gonna say he, the only one you missed That's was it. Fair. Yeah. Okay, and Oded Fair. The Mummy on Rotten Tomatoes gets a 61% from critics, giving it a score of 5.9 out of 10, and an audience score of 75%, giving it a 3.8 out of five. The critics' consensus, it's difficult to make a persuasive argument for The Mummy as any kind of meaningful cinematic achievement. Good Lord. Oh, yeah. boy. But, wow. But, I mean, they're, yeah, yeah but, they're not wrong as long as they follow that up with a but. But it's undeniably fun to watch. Yeah, there it is. That's fair. They're, I say right. That's fair. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, goodness. It has been forever and a half since i've seen this one i did not watch it this go around so i will kind of leave it up to you guys to take the reins of this podcast and 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 do what you like with it if that works for y'all yeah so, can i start by saying f the critics because they're wrong yeah, yeah that's fair this i mean this is so uh, this is a good follow-up to armageddon because it's very much in that same vein uh where it's it's silly it's, it's considerably kind of, less stupid though. Oh, it, it, yeah, significantly so. But but what I mean is just it's just kind of this adventure movie that that purely exists for entertainment and and it's like a theme park ride. You know, it, it, this doesn't exist as art. Like like well, some it, movies, it, it also right? falls under that category that it's pretty bad, but also it's still enjoyable to watch. I I still oh, find this yeah. movie fun to watch. I mean, we're 20, 20 plus years later and i think personally i think this holds up very well i mean it's this is still an absolute blast i remember in fact i remember we me and aaron and, and another cousin of ours rented this on vhs when it first released to blockbuster so we were probably 
you know, 11, 12 years old. And we, we rented it multiple weekends in a row because we loved it that much. I still, even this time, enjoyed it that same amount. It, this is a fun, fun movie. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I couldn't tell you the last time I've seen this movie, but just uh, so my wife picked it. It's It was listener requests, one of our listener requests. And I said, hey, pick a movie off this list. And she goes, The Mummy. And I was like, all right, let's do it. Um, and I couldn't think of a better movie to watch. I enjoyed every every minute of this movie. It didn't feel like it was super long. Brendan Fraser wasn't terrible in it. Oh, this uh, is the kind of movie where Fraser excels. I mean, I, I yeah. made a joke yeah, about lack of awesome talent. Movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, what I meant by that was range. He just kind of plays Brendan Fraser. Yes. And, but he, there's a role for him, and this is it. This, this was him striking gold. I mean, this fit his personality to a T. I mean, because he's, yeah. he's done comedy. He did a lot of comedy before this, so he's got the, you know, the comedy talent. He, put, he could pull off being the, you know, the, the cool Indiana Jones type character. This, this was about as good a role as he could ever find. And it was awesome. I, I mean, even back when we were 11 or whenever this came out, I thought he was awesome. Oh, absolutely. And he I still like think he's awesome. Ever. Oh yeah. yeah. He's cool. Yeah, this is a great, great character. And like I said, he's he fits it perfectly. He can pull every aspect of the character off. And I, I, I totally don't blame him for trying to do more movies after this. I mean, that character is, it's probably his best character by far. Uh, it's, it's easily his most well-known. I mean, yeah. yeah. This yeah, or uh, what's that devil movie? The Devil Wears oh, Prada. God, bedazzled, bedazzled. Oh, so funny, <laughs> man. That's a bad, bad movie too. That, I mean, that's. I mean, you want to talk about low run tomato scores? Look that bad boy up. Deal. I will. <laughs> hey, before we get too far in, uh, Steve mentioned this is a listener request, so I, I want to give this person credit. Oh my uh, god! This, Go ahead. Did you already? Go ahead. Okay. Finish uh, your thing. This was requested by Bat Fastard nice. at totally a real email at hotmail.com. <laughs> Love it. So thank you to Bat Fastard. Um okay. <laughs> Pretty low, right? No, no. What? Hang on. Seriously? What has a higher Rotten Tomato score? The Dazzled or the Mummy? I'm sorry. No. The Mummy Dragon Tomb Emperor. Oh, 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 bedazzled. Bedazzled us, you're right. Well, easily, yeah. Which has a higher one, Bedazzled or Joe Dirt? Oh, don't tell me Bedazzled. <laughs> and we're going by critic score. Man. Oh, it's, oh, it's I guess I'm assuming bedazzled. bedazzled based on your, your asking. By it's, going critics, yes. It's Bedazzled. Um, wow. And I want to I want to circle back. Um, but also, Bedazzled or Robin Hood Men in Tights? No. Is Robin Hood Men in Tights a low score? I can't trust anything the critics say anymore. I'm looking at it right now. It's Robin Hood Men in Tights is 40%. Oh, that's what is bedazzled then? 50. Wow. I mean, that's not good, but that's higher than I about 30% higher. Yes. Ever. Where Um, is Robin Hood Men in Tights? That's another one. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to dump on bedazzled. That's a, a good fun movie. movie too, but I would uh, yeah, have figured I enjoy it. would hate it's it. Stupid. Um, yeah. 
Oh, I'm with you. It's it's stupid, stupid humor, but it works. <laughs> okay, but now here's the one that that I kind of just like my mind is blown right now. Joe Dirt or the Mummy Dragon Emperor. Stop. How low is Joe Dirt? Ten. No. What? Ten. Yeah. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god what that completely shakes my faith in any critics anywhere critics Man. consensus of joe dirt if you fall within the target audience of joe dirt you might you may find it funny you may find it funny otherwise the jokes will seem like a tired retread okay anyway i'm sorry that was a, a complete hey, that's all right people needed to know yes. that <laughs> good yes. lord people need uh, to know they can't trust critics opinions for sure okay well that's disappointing now I'm, now i'm gonna be depressed for the rest of the episode makes sense oh back to uh yeah let's, let's talk about the mummy um i mean we always talk about cgi uh graphics uh for this being a movie from 1999 almost 20 what 24 years old this didn't look too terrible it looked i'll i'll say it it looked amazing i was blown away by how good i mean obviously it's it's a bit dated but yeah but if you look I, at it compared going, to some going, movies yeah going look at it now I, my expectations were were not high for the special effects but it was pretty damn effective it was all pretty good like I said, a little dated. I mean, obviously, it'd be better if it's done now, but that, it was it was impressive. Yeah, I mean, if you look at this, like I said, from '99, it, there's some movies that come out right now that I would not want to see compared to this. Well, and you know, and, and this is this is just my thinking. So let me know if if you th- agree or not. But I think why it works is because they blend special effects with with real effects. It's it's yeah. not a green. It's it's actual one hundred pretty damn good sets, and and the the effects are used to enhance the mummy and and the you know his abilities. But for the most part, they use. I mean, the costume design is fantastic. The set design is very very good. They film on location uh, for the, uh, a lot of the times. I mean, it's it's pretty real. A lot of it is pretty real. I mean, uh, obviously the mummy and his you know abilities are CG, but. To me, that's why it works because it's not just green screen where the entirety of the film is is CG. It's it's just CG to enhance what's going on. Mm-hmm. And there's there's a lot of this movie that is it takes place at night in the dark, and you never have any issues seeing anything in the movie. That's it's lit well. really well. Yeah, um, and like I, like you said, there's there's something to be said for somebody that actually does costume and set direction instead of doing, I mean, Aaron's been saying this for, for years now. That that's, that's a big reason why I just cannot get behind this whole Marvel craze. Yeah. Dudes acting like idiots in front of the green screen is not the way to go. This is, you want to do CGI fine, but your sets, there has to be some tangible interaction. It's like the star Wars prequels. That's why they're so yeah. bad. I, I, I mean, this is this is the perfect example of how to make a summer blockbuster. I mean, it doesn't have aspirations to be amazing, but but the way it it still feels real. It's the people feel real, the places feel real. That's the big part to me is the places. I mean, 
think of all the the locations they used. Uh, I mean, in the cities, on the boat, um, in, in the tombs, and it all looks and feels real. You can tell some of it's on a set, which is, but it's fine. It's it looks great it it looks really good surprisingly good for a 20 year old movie that's that uses cg in places to like i said in, enhance what's going on but i was really really impressed yeah i agree i i was i probably hadn't seen this movie in uh, who knows 10 years i think i'm the same and i was expecting it to feel dated and i i had the nostalgia of I obviously I loved this when I was 11 or 12 whenever we watched it but it holds up every bit of it holds up and this is one when Leland's old enough I will show him this movie because I think he will love it it's just a fun I, adventure movie I mean it's PG-13 and, and even exactly to me it might be a little scary for a, a somebody around that age but who knows well 13 that's plenty old enough well I'm talking about we watched it when we were what 11 10 <laughs> I, don't yeah. know. I mean it didn't i mean yeah that's probably the perfect age that'd be all right but i mean yeah you like you said that everybody can enjoy this and uh we, we've talked about the sets the special effects the, the you know the kind of look of the movie uh i think the acting is you know you put in the caveat that for this type of movie but the acting is pretty good too i think for the most part everybody does pretty dang good Yep, Frazier fits perfectly. Uh, Rachel Weiss is always great. Oh, she's a she's fantastic in this movie. She's fantastic in everything. She might be one of my favorite actors. Well, yeah, I'll give you that. She she is. And John Hanna is is the perfect the perfect uh 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 like sidekick uh humor type of character. He he's funny. He's kind of, you know, silly, but he doesn't go overboard to where it's Jar Jar Binks, you know? Yeah. I think it, <laughs> without him, I think this movie's a lot, uh, I, don't, I think it just adds a, most of the fun is a lot of it is on him. I, I think he's a really good character. He doesn't come across as a cartoon. He's just funny. He's just kind of lighthearted and, and makes it fun. Well, and then you add in, uh, Kevin O'Connor, who plays uh, Benny. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, Benny's and, such a slime ball. <laughs> it's like, like and it's it's cartoon. the same character the whole time. Where it's like yep. it's all about him. Like he's just trying to look out for himself. He's trying to keep himself alive. Um, I think all the characters just work well with each other. I, and and the interaction between uh, uh, Rick O'Connell and and Benny, I I oh, think yeah. those are just fun. How how Rick treats him. I think the, those just those still cracked me up. <laughs> Even watching it now as a you know thirty some year old adult, those still cracked me up. And uh, Arnold Vosloh was perfect as Imhotep. I think he he looked the part. He played the part well. I just really really liked all the casting and all the acting. I think I mean obviously they weren't deep deep roles with with a lot to to showcase talent, but still I mean they they showed up, they did their part, and they played it pretty dang well. This is a movie, at least in my mind, where two of these actors actually started being seen a lot more. Uh, you named one Arnold Voslo and Oded Fair. Yeah. Uh, both of those, it seems like, exploded after this movie. It's like, oh, I saw him in The Mummy. Oh, I've seen him in this. Like, they're very recognizable after seeing this movie. 
Well, yeah. I mean, this movie was huge. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it was about as big as it gets this year. I wonder, I wonder, Mike, uh, would you pull up the box office for 99? I wonder where this was at. Yep. Yep. I can, uh, uh, I can do that right now. But yeah, I mean, this put people and and obviously I, I know that people like Fraser had a career before this and, and, uh, but for me, this was my first exposure to Brendan Fraser. Um, and I loved him. Like I said, this was my first exposure to Rachel Weiss. I don't know what, what, if, what she had before this, um, how popular she was, but, um, I have, I have the list. You guys ready? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So honorable mentions that I just kind of wanted to mention that came out this year, the green mile, Ooh, deep blue sea. Fantastic. Um, inspector gadget. Not um, fantastic. <laughs> American pie, wild, wild west, double jeopardy. Oh, yeah. Dang. 99 was a good year. It was no a terrible kidding. What a year. It was a terrible mute. Uh, he hasn't year. even gotten to the top 10 yet. Yeah. Fight Club also came out this year. Uh, Any given Sunday, dang, yeah, and Bicentennial Man and Patch Adams. So okay, top ten. The Mummy, the Mummy is in the top ten. It's number eight. Oh, but really? do you guys want to guess any of the movies ahead of it? I wouldn't even know. Uh, was the Matrix ninety nine? Yeah, was that technically two thousand. Yep. That was number five. That was ninety nine. Um, Ben's favorite actor is in. One of them. Mine? Yeah. Bruce Willis? Yes, sir. Was it a 99 movie? Was that the uh, number three? Die Hard 3? Nope. That was mid 90s. That was 95. Sixth Sense. Oh, that's right. I forgot it was 99. Yeah. What a year. What a year. Yeah, dude. But number one, you guys are going to go bonkers over number one because I can't believe you haven't thought of it yet. It's such a good movie. Um, Number three is Austin Powers. Hold on, start from 10 and go up. Start from, I want to know all Oh my God, okay. 10, The Blair Witch Project. Uh, Number nine, Runaway Bride. Eight, okay. The Mummy. Okay. Seven, Big Daddy. Okay. Six, Tarzan. Five, The Matrix. Four, Toy Story 2. Oh, man. Three, Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me. Two, the sixth sense, and number one, almost doubling the oh, movie no. that came in second, no. Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. <laughs> oh, That's right. <laughs> I mean, what a yeah. year! What a year! Didn't, <laughs> people didn't know nuts. beforehand it was bad, so they all bought tickets. <laughs> God, for real. Oh, that's right. That, that, that's, I mean, that's uh, a. It's a good example. Knowing that came out in the same year where one one movie in Star Wars Episode One just fully embraced the CGI trend and went all out and it sucked. And the mummy was like, oh, let's be a little conservative about it. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, Interesting. Top 10 of the year. That's. uh... Anyway, uh, back to the mummy. Uh, critics said there's nothing like cinematically there's nothing I thought this was a really well made like well directed the action flowed it wasn't too choppy and incoherent and the the direction of everything I mean they're in a maze of a tomb and everything felt coherent 
Well, yes, the, and and not, uh, you you said the pace and, and the runtime. I mean, this is a two hour and four minute long movie, uh, so they took it serious enough to take their time. You know, they didn't rush anything, but this does not feel like a two hour four minute movie to me. It's no. it's it, they take the material serious enough for there to be actual stakes and for you to invest in it. Yeah, but it's fun I mean, enough to just sit back and enjoy the ride as well. It, it's 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 just a really good combination. I wish I remembered the the timestamp for. I mean, I think it was like forty five, fifty minutes until you even see the mummy. That's yeah, unheard of nowadays. They they like no way we can wait that long. But all it was was establishing Brendan Fraser's character and rachel weiss and john hannah's character on and then they meet and they go on this adventure together and it's better for it because then when they're all in trouble i get no point do you ever think anything bad's gonna happen but it's still tense i don't know if tense is the right word but i don't know you 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 like the characters at that point enough to be invested into what's going on yeah and what a great decision in the first place to turn the mummy, you know, one of the classic monster movies. Uh, and instead of just saying, okay, we're going to make this a horror movie rated R, you know, throw a few bucks at it, make it cheap, make some money. No, they, they, they said, let's make this into like an epic adventure, Indiana Jones style. And I mean, there had to have been people with doubts of whether that was going to work, but man, did it work. And I think it, I think it worked. I would rather, if you're going to do a remake, twist it like this, use the material and twist it, make it, make it something different and unique and make it your own instead of just rehashing what has already been done. So I, I think that was a great decision. I think it worked. Well, I mean, speaking of that decision, if, if you look on, uh, Wikipedia, they talk about the production and who was attached and what was the, so, and I can't remember, I'm going to pull it up here, but I know at one point George Romero was attached to make it, you know, more like the lumbering zombie type of mummies. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, probably when it was first, first thought of being made is going to be a horror movie. Yeah. And then somebody, somebody else was attached and, and the idea was to have <clears throat> Daniel Day Lewis as uh, the brooding mummy. I can't remember which director that was for, but. I mean, the idea of, oh, initially it was Clive Barker who wanted to go like, like you're saying, dark horror, bloody rated R. That would have been bad. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. I would be interested in a, a, another horror take on the mummy, but this, I mean, they took it in a different direction and it worked. I can't argue with the results. It, It worked. Almost everything about it worked. Also, yeah. did you know this was nominated for an Oscar for Lordy. Best Sound? Oh, I would have guessed something like Set Direction. I, oh, yeah. I would have as well. Um, even, well, I guess, was special effects a, a thing back then? When did that start being a category? I mean, you're looking at some of the movies that were out in 99. I mean, Phantom Menace, uh, The Matrix. I mean, both of those probably took a lot of the Oscars from this movie even though phantom menace is a terrible movie <laughs> um they probably took a lot of the set direction uh sound editing stuff like that that normally could go to a movie like this uh what are some what are some were there any glaring weaknesses of this movie that that you didn't like anything that kind of graded at you or you didn't 
Um, bit better. We mentioned taking the time with the characters. I think sometimes they spent too much time on characters that didn't matter enough to spend that much time on. Like the, and sometimes they just introduce these characters just for these plot device. Like when they, the, his uh, pilot friend, yeah, which was a fun character, but it's like, I don't know. At or some the, point, uh, the, the, the three American. Yeah. Uh, that found the, the, yeah. Bottles or whatever. There's a whole lot of characters that's well, like, they, well, they had to be? be on there because because we needed people for the mummy to kill, right? The main exactly. It, because they none of the main characters could die, so they exactly. had to bring yeah. in some people that could die. Uh, so I understand that the the pilot one was the biggest one for me, and not, like you said, I didn't mind the character itself, but it was like they had this scene planned of of like they storyboarded the plane and the big sand mummy that swallows yep. it, but they're like, wait. Who the hell is flying the plane? Dang, it's this guy. Now we have to do this like completely jarring, doesn't fit scene of of introducing this guy that that doesn't fit for no reason. That scene or, was um, a little. It felt like it was just added last minute. It was it was a little off. The doctor Rachel Weiss's boss, uh, played by Eric Avari. I can't remember his name. Right. Yeah. Uh, but it's like they spent all this time, and then he had this full scene of how he. First of all, he had so much time to escape with them. He could have. <laughs> and then it's like, we we don't know this character enough to care. Why does he need this whole sacrifice scene? But well, anyway, yeah, I mean, that's kind of a, I, I don't know. And then the whole uh, prison guard guy, I don't even know what the heck he was that came along for the ride after he let Brendan Fraser's character out of yeah. prison. It just a lot of characters that, in my opinion, I guess could have been cut and then it wouldn't have done much to make yeah, but the you need the death well with well with him it was she offered him so much money if they found the treasure and this and that so well sure yeah and i but get it and like i agree I feel his like character is kind of silly to have yeah they're all introduced exactly for one reason and that's so that you can kill people and it it's not the main characters which is fine and i guess that at least they incorporated them into the story enough that it wasn't uh, just throw away, but they and they weren't were... bad characters, you know. I mean, they weren't none of them were annoying or you know, took away from the movie, anything like that. Yeah, right. Are we ready, ready to, rate, to it? Rate, rate it? I think so. Okay, who wants to go first? I can start it. Um, also, just a quick aside I just n- now realized Rachel Weiss is married to Daniel Craig. Didn't know that. Just now realized that. Just now. Anyways, <laughs> I give the mummy. Uh, this is kind of like Armageddon. How do you rate it? I'm going to go 7.75. I legitimately don't think this is a bad movie. It's a well-made movie. It's kind of silly, but that's fine. It, that's how they intended it to feel. And every character is likable and it's just a fun adventure movie i think this is one i will continue to come back to and watch so 7.75 i agree uh, i i'm i agree with pretty much that whole statement I, I would say this is a guilty pleasure but it's it's not because i legitimately like you said i, I think this is a good movie i think it's a well-made movie i think you know, it's not going to win any Oscars for acting, but they all played their part extremely well. The directing is is very good. It's not flashy, but it's good. And the decision to make it an action adventure. I mean, this is that 
that to a T. It's an action adventure movie. It, it has this epic scale like Indiana Jones, where it's this 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 grand adventure and, and it's made better for it. it I think it it 100 percent works. Um, I'm going to go with a, a uh, yeah, I don't want to give it a B plus. So I'm going to also go seven, seven, five. Uh, Steve, what about you? Yeah, I'm with there with with right there with you guys. Um, this movie is fun. It's enjoyable. Um, like we said, for being made in '99, the CGI, the set direction, everything looks fantastic. Wasn't really any actors that were really like terrible in it. Um, I'm also giving it a seven seven five. Solid. Lucky for Mike, he doesn't have to do any math. Uh, total score, not sure. Still calculating. <laughs> N.A. <laughs> yeah, N.A. Uh, speaking of N.A., we don't have scores for uh, Trial of the Chicago 7. So we should figure those out. Uh, F. F, fair enough. Okay, so 775, <laughs> uh, quick game of this or that. This or the Grand Budapest Hotel? This. 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 Okay. This or the Wolf of Snow Hollow? This. 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 This or ooh, Nightcrawler? Yeah, I'd this? watch this way this. more often. That's yeah. a significantly better movie. Don't <laughs> do not get me wrong, <laughs> but I'd rather watch this more often. Yep. This or John Wick? John Wick. I go this. You're high. You're high. <laughs> this. This or Minority Report? Minority Report. Minority Report. This or uh, (laughs) one hour photo. This. 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 This or the lighthouse. God, this. This. Oh my God, this. Okay, so that's uh, 775's final score for The Mummy. Wait, one more. That's close to it. This or Tremors. Oh, tremors, man! Tremors. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think I go the mummy. No, no, tremors. My mom loves both of them, so I yep. think we did. My, yep, service. Mike's mom's a tiebreaker. Uh huh. <laughs> it's got to be tremors. Um. So seven seven five final score for the mummy from nineteen ninety nine. Guys, join us online at moviereviewcrew.com. Remember, you can always request movies right on our homepage. So again, moviereviewcrew.com. Anything else, guys? Nope. That's it. Pick it is. I think it's Matt's, so we'll have to wait to to announce okay. it. Well, we can't announce that then. Wait, who picked this one, Steve? Yeah, I but I Didn't... think we skip Shane's pick because he jumped the line to pick awful Mortal Kombat. So then it'd be uh, me. That ain't true. Is it? Yeah. If it's he, not, if it's he said that ain't true. <laughs> if it's not Steve's pick, or if it's not Shane's pick, then I'm before Matt. Doesn't matter. We'll figure it out. We'll figure Doesn't it out. matter. Yep. All right. Someone in the show. Tell your, Tell your friends. friends. Let's go. But inconspicuously. Through the window. Lady, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to leave the store. Okay, that's it. Where are you guys? I'm going home. Game over, man. Game over. What are we going to do now? What are we going to do? Good night. And good luck. Thanks for listening to another episode of Nothing But Real Reviews and More. Remember to like us on Twitter and Facebook and subscribe and rate on iTunes. You're still here? It's over. Go home.
Go.